Welcome back to episode four of Same Shick, Different Day. I am your host, Shick Soto, and joining me today is my co-host, Justin Metzger, a.k.a. El Huero. How you doing, bro? Let's go, baby. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl weekend, man. We are excited for Super Bowl, but we are also sad because after the Super Bowl, we don't got no more football. Um, Well, at least the season starts in September, and we got a few things to look forward to during the summer, but... I mean, we're not going to have it for a few more months, man. So a little heartbreaking, but Super Bowl is going to be a banger. Yep, yep. Let's, well, you know, maybe my team can be right. some offseason. season. makes me sound like I'm a Niner fan, which I'm not, by the way. No, wow. let's repeat that. Uh, Super Bowl is going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think the country is on the Niners, though, but as a Pacific Northwest uh, native Seahawks fan, you would not catch me rooting for the 49ers over my dead body. I'm torn, so man. I am on Mahomes. <laughs> uh, not very many teams you'd catch me rooting for Mahomes uh, against, uh, but this is definitely one of them, along with maybe Cowboys. Uh, yeah. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you got to always bring up the Cowboys on same shit, different day, man. Because with them, it is the same shit, different day. <laughs> but anyways, man, uh, I know last week we, uh, we didn't really have a big update um, on your Tinder. So... Is this going to be the final update with touchdown? Did you get penalty? Uh, we, what we, we fumbled. Oh. <laughs> she did say it was a 50-50 chance, but, you know. Shit, well, uh, okay. Hey, well, you know what? The season ended, and maybe she'll be back next season. So You know, if Melvin Gordon could stay on a roster as long as he did with all of his fumbling problems, you know, I think I still got a good shot. And He actually fumbles by the goal line, too, which is what it sounds like he yeah, did. Yeah, so. that pretty sounds like I did something a little bit similar. Ugh. So Man. Okay, We'll get him next time. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you got to what you got like four months to kind of uh you know go to training camp, re- recoup, and uh we'll we'll get at it next season, bro. Work on those hands. <laughs> yeah, uh man, so that was kind of a bye week last week, no football, but we did have the Pro Bowl. We had a couple things we can talk about, uh, but just like you know, like we do every episode, let's get into some uh, news on our teams. I'll go ahead and start because uh, last week was Jim Harbaugh week, baby, and he he had his press conference, which went uh went, it went great. He's uh, got me fired up, ready to run through a wall. He's a winner, and I'm just excited for what he's going to bring to the table for the Chargers, bro. But also, he's putting together staff that uh, is looking really good so far. So uh, I mentioned last week Jesse Min- uh, Minter was going to his DC for Michigan. He was bringing him over. It's been confirmed, but he hasn't hired just yet. I think there's some uh, things they're still working on as far as the contract. But uh, it's sounding like he's going to officially be our DC, and he had the top-ranked defense in college football last year. So I know uh, uh, I thought you were going to bring up the Huskies real quick there, but you're oh. still hurt. You're still hurting. Huh? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was actually reading a little bit ahead there. Uh, Mike McDonald looking to hire uh, former UW offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb. Uh, might be a little bit of redemption for uh, UW fans, Seahawks fans. Uh, team's been completely pillaged uh we'll see what what next year looks like yeah. but it might might just be a little bit of silver lining well, if he could hire uh grab bring him out bring him to the seahawks and just kind of a new younger mind uh to kind of you know go yeah. in a completely different different direction from pete 
and just kind of see see what what the new team looks like. But I'm I'm excited for next year. I think it'd be a good yeah. good hire. Ryan uh, he, uh, Ryan Grubb goes to or goes from the uh, University of Washington. Then he was going to go to Alabama, right, to be the OC there. Yes. But now Mike McDonald is poaching him back over to Washington State to now be the OC for the Hawks. <laughs> yes, and you'll appreciate this one. Looks like we could have a new special teams coach <laughs> coming in. Our own, our very own Jay Harbaugh. Yeah, who, man. Uh, the nepotism is not strong in the family, and he was not given the job by by Jim. So we'll <laughs> we'll we're ha- we'll happily take him here in Seattle and maybe get. It's been a while since we've had any punt returns or anything like that for a touchdown. It's been since Tyler Lockett's rookie year since we've had anything exciting happening on return. So maybe he can uh, mix things up on that as well. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, Charger fans, we were hoping and waiting for this news. Uh, And Jim, he's a smart guy. You know what I'm saying? So he could have hired his son to be our special teams coordinator, but he understood the, the fantastic job that Ryan Ficken has done with the Chargers. Our special teams unit was terrible for years. I mean, we couldn't find a kicker to save our life and we couldn't get no TD, you know, no punt returns, kick returns, anything going. Our special teams couldn't tackle. Uh, but the last, I, I believe it's the last two years that he's been with the Chargers. He's turned that unit around, man. And our special teams has been one of our strongest units of the, of the team is, itself. So I'm glad he kept uh, Ryan Ficken. Shout out to him. He's part of the, he's still with the team. Um, and a couple other coaches that he's hired to or is going to hire is Greg Roman, who uh, we don't know exactly if he's going to be the OC yet. Speculation is that he is going to or at least be some um, portion of the offense. But he was with uh, Harbaugh as the OC when uh, he was coaching the Niners and back when he was coaching Stanford and he had Andrew Luck. So I'm excited to have him. His He's known for like really running the ball, and that's what Jim Harbaugh wants to do, which is a rumor that's kind of building around the NFL right now is that he wants Saquon Barkley. So if we can get Greg Roman to handle the run coordinating duties or the rushing duties, then and if we end up getting Saquon Barkley, man, it could be a little, little different, even though you know Herbert's got that cannon of an arm. It could be a different team. Running backs seem to be making a little bit of a comeback in, <laughs> in value again. Uh, yep. Nice nice to see those guys getting some some positive attention uh, because we all know last year was a big topic of a uh, thing that anybody can play running back. So I like to see I like to see some of these guys get the respect that they they deserve. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what, man? I mean, it's, I thought about it like. Chargers are known for like, you know, being injury prone. <laughs> and if we end up signing Saquon Barkley, who is known to be injury prone, it's just not. But you know what? Two negatives can make a positive. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Maybe right? he's got it out of his system. <laughs> maybe, now. maybe. Yeah. I mean, he did play a full 17 last year. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could be could be a bounce back, bounce back year for him for sure. I would I would say say it wouldn't be a bad bet. Yeah. I mean, last year, bro, he uh let's see. It looks like he was 962 yards total in rushing. So he was, you know little under 40 yards shy of a thousand but he did had a uh, 280 receiving yards as well uh so he missed a few games as well right uh, i think he played all 17 yeah he played all 17 did he? yeah he played all 17 yeah oh, i thought he missed one or two Mm-mm. he might have got knocked out in the game maybe but you know he he started all got it all right, man. So yeah, coaching updates. Uh, so we talked a little bit about the Chargers there. Uh, we talked about the Hawks a little bit there. Let's talk about some other teams because all the roles now are filled. Um, commanders, how do you feel about that? Yeah, Dan Quinn to the Commanders. Very interesting one here. I, I'm very curious if 
Dan Quinn fell to the commanders or if Mike McDonald fell to the Hawks sort of thing, like who, who was taken off the market first? Uh, I I'd be really interested to see which one of those two was really the number one pick for the Hawks and potentially even the commanders as well. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll know, maybe we'll never know. Uh, yeah. But I, I feel like the Hawks wanted McDonald and I think, I think Dan Quinn kind of, just fell at the bottom of the carousel and kind of landed with the commanders is the way I think it kind of shook out. And I think it worked out for you guys too, because the media and then, you know, every, everybody else, you know, was like, Oh, Dan Quinn's going to for sure going to be the coach for the the Hawks. But then boom, you guys ended up hiring Mike McDonald, which I actually liked a lot better. I don't know how Dan Quinn's going to actually do second time coaching as a head coach. Obviously he, um, he had a little success with Atlanta, but he has the, <laughs> one of the biggest uh, Super Bowl chokes, uh, on his resume and then the way that he went out with the Cowboys uh, this season too is not a good look so wishing him the best a uh, little interesting nugget there too is that he's not hiring or keeping Eric Bieniemy, which is crazy given uh, Eric Bieniemy's history of not getting interviews or not you know getting the opportunity to be a head coach the last what six seasons now it's, it feels like forever it feels like every year Eric Bieniemy is a hot topic uh, I believe he deserves a chance if we don't hire Greg Roman as our permanent OC. I would love him to come to the Chargers, man, because uh, what he did with Patty and the Chiefs and what he was able to do with Sam Howe and the Commanders last season, even though you know they they didn't have the success that they wanted, he still was able to put up numbers. And Sam Howe was uh, the uh, what it was the top, uh, top, passing. Five, top five yeah. in passing yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. At one point, he was not, he was leading the league in passing yards. <laughs> So yeah. that's uh you know I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Eric Bieniemy on the Chargers is what I'm saying. <laughs> they weren't bad. They were Commanders were not a bad team offensively for sure, yeah. but defensively they they got a lot of work to do. Well, I'll that's rebuttal probably that. Why Dan Quinn is is the guy coming in there. So. Yeah, I'll rebuttal that a little bit because I had Sam Howe in fantasy and uh, I needed him the last couple of weeks and he he was ass. So, but it's not all on Sam Howe. He was also the number one sacked uh, quarterback as well in the league. So, <laughs> um. We got a little bit of Raider update, right? We didn't talk about the Raiders last week on their coaching hire. Um, so let's get into that a little bit. They hired, you know, they kept Antonio Pierce, who was their interim. And obviously, I think he went four and two or two and four. Um, he got a couple wins and he got a big win against Patty, too, uh, towards the end of the season. And I, I believe he beat the um, the Broncos. So he's got a couple division uh, wins. And then he also destroyed the Chargers. But we'll save that for a different day because uh, I have a theory behind that. Um, the most interesting thing here, though, is that they hired Tom Telesco as a GM, which is the Chargers GM for the last 11 seasons. <laughs> Built out some pretty good rosters, though. Uh-huh. I know I know you were ready to move on, but, I mean, tar- Chargers have never had a shortage of talent uh, on the field. So you yeah, can, we just you had can a make shortage. an argument for, for we, why Tom, Tom got rehired so quickly. Yeah, we just had a shortage of coaching. <laughs> you've, had, you've had no shortage of coaches just shortage of good ones <laughs> yeah there we go um yeah man the thing the thing that we didn't like about tom telesco a lot of charger fans is that he just wasn't like super aggressive as far as moving up and down the draft he was a big believer about building within uh you know his picks so he would draft players try to build and not really like you know move up or move down in the draft he did a few times but with you know in the 11 years that he was with us he maybe I can remember maybe two times where he actually moved up the draft. I think it was for Kenneth Murray and Melvin Gordon, possibly. Two 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 time (laughs) appearance on the show today, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But 
you know, so what I'm just going to tell Raider fans is don't, you know, don't get your hopes up that he's going to be aggressive in the draft. You know, he doesn't like to move up or move down really. So, and he doesn't like to do in season trades, which is crazy because we've, everybody's always said the charges to add talent. We've never had depth. And when we're, you know, when we're making moves during the season and building ourselves to go to the playoffs, he wouldn't make any moves to add to the roster, which was uh, stupid in my opinion. Uh, so well, be ready in, for that. In, in his defense, uh, the Hawks have made several in-season trades throughout my years as a fan, and almost none of them were ever successful. Yeah, but uh, I mean that shows that you're trying. Like we we've never had depth, and not to even try to bring somebody in mid-season to help, especially when all the injuries that we go through. Like what was it? Two years ago, we didn't have Keenan or Mike Will for pretty much the whole season, and he didn't even bring in a, a vet or a free you know a free agent to bring um mid-season or try to make a trade. Excuse me, to try to add depth to the wide receiver room. And meanwhile, we got the 49ers adding McCaffrey for yeah. a second, what, a second rounder? Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> life isn't fair. Is no, it? it's not. It's not. Um, but, yeah, so the funny thing, too, with the Raiders is uh, this just happened recently. They were all pumped because they are going to hire Cliff Kingsbury as their OC. <laughs> and he pulled the Mike McDaniels on them and just says, psych. Going to the commanders, baby. Maybe take another trip to Thailand. Uh, he said, "Family, trust, respect." <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to coach a bunch of felons there in uh, in uh, Vegas. Now, I almost yeah. said Oakland. Oof, oh yeah, no. um, that's when they're that's when they're real ones. Yeah, that's, that's where their roots where their roots are. Um, yeah, I, I think I think he probably realized he wasn't working with too much. You know, Devonte Adams. As soon as that, as soon as he gets to the tail end of that contract, is out of there as well. So, well, I was actually listening to some people talk about Cliff Kingsbury's like time with you know the Cardinals, and they were saying that he actually didn't really know how to use like DeAndre Hopkins. So, what do you think he's gonna do with like Devonte Adams? You know, how do you not know how to use a top five receiver? <laughs> yeah, I mean his numbers were not that great. Me and my arm, me and my armchair right now. Give me a. <laughs> Give me Devonte Adams. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like those guys just put him in, put him in motion, and let him go out there and, and play and get him the ball. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. They weren't really, you know, opening up D uh, hops and you know moving the ball down. I mean, what it seems like the Cardinals never really progressed in their offense when uh, Cliff Kingsbury was the the head coach. So how much we'll of that is on Kyler Murray though, and not necessarily just Cliff? So yeah, but Kyler's got the talent. Cliff was what it was his first time being a head coach in the NFL. So is he we'll still see. getting is he still getting paid from that job too? <laughs> I, think, I think they might still be paying him out for that. I mean, job. He still got money too because where did he go? He went to <laughs> yeah, he went Thailand, to or Thailand so somewhere in Southeast Asia. <laughs> so he still he got a lot of his money took, left. Took, well. a couple, took a couple of years off. He's ready to coach yeah. again. No, he was actually with the. There's another interesting <clears> thing about Cliff Kingsbury. He was actually with the the OC, I believe, for USC last year. So that's right. Yeah. Him going they, the their offense was, I mean, yeah. So Caleb, Caleb Williams, their offense looked fantastic. That defense was one of the worst in the nation, yeah. though. So, yeah. yeah so they're saying, uh, you know, word around the sewing circle again is that uh, the Commanders might be trading up for number one, and that's why Cliff said "f the Raiders" and let me go ahead and uh, coach Caleb Williams again. Yeah, they, <laughs> it'll be a good off-season topic for us yeah. quarterbacks where they're going to land. A uh, lot of lot of teams need quarterbacks. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And in other news about football, the World Cup is coming to to us. To the United That's exciting. States of America. America. Correct. Yeah, we have 13 games here in the Pacific Northwest between Vancouver and Seattle. Really, really cool. Would love to get to one of those. I know the atmosphere is going to be 
crazy. I think there is at least one USA game guaranteed um, here in Seattle too. So I imagine the ticket prices for that are going to be outrageous, but just being in the atmosphere going down there would be mm-hmm. really cool uh, and kind of get to be a part of something I've never experienced before. Yeah. So I'd love to at least be down in the down there and kind of feel the energy of everything. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but you know, we, we love sports here on the show. So no, yeah, same. I'm not a huge sports fan, but I watch the world cup and I've been told if I ever go, you know, outside the country, you know, Europe is one that I've heard is crazy to go watch a football game or a soccer game um, down Mexico. I would love to go again in Mexico to go watch Mexico play. So, I mean, for them to come to the U S I'm definitely going to try to go. We should, uh, we should chat to look, see what, when tickets go on sale or yeah, you can, uh, you can follow for updates. I know they just put something out so you okay. can uh, follow. Uh, maybe we can put that link up <laughs> here, follow where you can send your email and they'll give you updates on uh ticket. Sales Sick. Yeah. I need a, I need a see too, because uh, I I'm a season ticket holder for the chargers. And so always sends me emails about like events coming up. So I got to see about the world, um, the world cup. That might be one that they don't offer us. Cause it's such a big event. Um, but that'll be cool because they have the quarterfinals is actually going to be at SoFi Stadium and also Gillette Stadium in Boston, Arrowhead, Kansas, and then the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Semifinals is going to be in AT&T Stadium in Dallas and then the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And then the final is going to be in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium, which how did they pick? How did they pick that <laughs> life for the final? Bro, there's a the bunch. whole world watching and, they, and they pick New Jersey. There's a there's a bunch of uh, memes going around right now where they're like uh, people who aren't from the U.S. and New Jersey. What like, the fuck is this piece? <laughs> it's of just shit. A, we, we'll find some. We'll put them on. But uh, yeah, I don't know how they picked MetLife. I heard that stadium is actually not the greatest. Uh, I don't want to talk too much shit about it, but uh, that's just you know word around the, the campfires that it's not a great stadium and uh, the turf. I think they use turf there, um, but. I did hear that for the World Cup that they're going to make every stadium have a uh, natural grass, which they should do for NFL games as well. Yeah, big right. shift back to grass. The <laughs> the field turf was popular for a long time, but it seems to be causing more injuries. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. That's the exciting World Cup in the U.S. So we'll get ready for that. Um, little Pro Bowl action this weekend. That's about the only football we got besides some. Uh, some coaching news did not um, watch the game i am boycotting <laughs> the pro bowl it is oh, man, actually i like i like the skills competitions right? i didn't say the skills competition yeah. i said the pro bowl it's uh, a joke. yeah the actual uh, the flag the skill competition is cool uh if you watch old highlights of like the old pro bowls guys were actually out there playing like what's that famous hit from sean taylor <laughs> yeah yeah and, and yeah i mean I, I don't know i just I think you knocked the qb down right but final score uh 64 to 59 so college college score yeah. there so this is funny um the precision passing competition which is the qb competition uh Tua came in dead last and baker actually won it it was him and cj you know going head to head and baker won and baker was also the mvp of the uh flag football competition for sunday's game so <laughs> baker you better get paid this offseason baby yeah he's gonna be he's gonna have a big contract who's getting paid more him or kirk Kirk Kirk's up for contract as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Kirk's probably going to get more, but I think Kirk just I, knows how to. I think they'll be. Yeah, he knows how to. Kirk knows, knows how, how to finesse. get a big contract <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I, think their, I think their contracts to be closer than people think, though. Yeah, um, he's definitely going to get over forty because that's what Daniel um, uh, Danny Dimes got. He got, I think, about forty a year. So I could see Baker getting forty-five, uh, roughly. When will they ever learn? I think yeah. they have. I think there's a song with that title. <laughs> 
All right, man. And then uh, Dan Orlovsky, uh, he's, he's an analyst that's grown on me. I actually really like Dan Orlovsky's takes. Uh, he actually had the best uh, score for the precision passing. And uh, Dan Orlovsky is well known for uh, stepping out of the end zone uh, when he was the backup for the Detroit Lions back in the day. Um, and I think it was like his first start and he like ran out of the end zone and was out of bounds. So, <laughs> But he's got an arm still. He's still got a nice little cannon and uh, he got the best score. Um, so take that for what it's worth, huh? <laughs> Let's get into our parlay boy bets now, Metzger. And we got a, it's Super Bowl weekend. So we kind of went uh, a little ham on the bets today. Um, and obviously we are in Washington state. So that means that we can't actually bet from home. So we're showing you screenshots of what we are going to do, but we're going to place our bets probably either Friday or Saturday. Um, and so the lines may change, um, you know, in the next couple of days. Uh, but we're going to show you what the lines are today and what we're going to bet. Uh, but before we get into our Super Bowl bets, uh, I want to talk about my golf bets that I did for this last week. Um, none of them hit, uh, of course. That's been kind of my uh, – <laughs> haven't been hitting lately since we started the pod, but that's going to change. That's going to change. Uh, Nick Dunlap, man, this is a cool little tidbit. I don't know if uh, you know this, uh, Justin, but he was the amateur that won the PGA Tour. I brought him up last week. Uh, but because he was an amateur, he actually didn't win any money. And I didn't know that. I didn't know amateurs can't win money. Um, or there's a rule set because he's still in college as well. But because he went pro, and this is his first pro debut this last weekend at the AT&T Pebble Beach uh, Tour, he got dead last. <laughs> and I said, hey, let's take him to make the top 10. <laughs> uh, made dead last. But here's the crazy thing. He won the PGA Tour back in January as an amateur, made zero money. And... He got dead last at this tour last weekend, but he made $32,000. <laughs> so it just kind of goes to show you what uh, how much golf pays and how much money there is in golf. <laughs> yeah, everything evens out. Yeah, unfortunately, my uh, my waste management uh, guy pulled out of the tournament. Uh, Zan- <laughs> he lost before the tournament even well, started, Well, I think you get, you get the bet back in okay. this case. Xander Schofle has, along with uh, Kevin Holland, are – am I saying that Am I saying that correct? Uh well, and Holland, we'll just go yeah. Holland. They both are Victor. Sorry, Victor. Victor Holland. Yeah, Victor uh, Holland. He, they both have withdrawn from waste management, unfortunately. So we're, Damn. so I'm gonna have to have to target target someone <laughs> someone new. Uh, so you're, you're gonna have to put a pin in that one for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll make some uh, waste management bets on the weekend as well, and we'll put them up so you guys can see. But um, let's get into some Super Bowl bets. Because it is Super Bowl weekend, and we are excited um, for this segment. Because we're going to show up, uh, we're going to show on the screen our bets, and then we got a couple of videos that we're going to show too of some people giving us their Super Bowl predictions. Um, so let's get into our bets first, Justin. So which one do you want us to pull up? So let's start with the probably the biggest bet I'll be placing as of now. Casey is two point underdogs. I am looking to buy one point um and get the chiefs plus three get a decent chance of a push there chiefs could win outright uh just think there's a lot of value even if even if the chiefs go down it just feels like it has to be a close game uh i'm hoping that that line moves a little bit up if i could get even a little bit more value there uh when i lock it in that would be awesome yeah yeah two twos She's crazy because obviously if it, I, I think it's it's going to be a field goal game. So if you go Chiefs points, but they lose by three, you're done. Or if you pick, uh, you know, the Niners to 
<laughs> to cover the two, but Chiefs win by three, you're done. So yeah, it's a not it's not a good number. No, for sure. No, yeah. And you can see you lose quite a bit of value here buying that point. But yeah, as I've learned, winning something is a lot better than or even pushing is a lot better than losing. So I'm yeah. willing to give up a little bit of value sometimes for that. Yep. So it's what minus one fifty three at the moment if you take the three. Yeah. Um, could, that'll that'll change if we get an extra half point. If it goes to minus two plus two and a half, it'll it'll it should be a little bit juicier. Yep. So here's uh, my two leg parlay. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs points. I think they're going to win. Um, so I may actually just switch that over to the uh, money line at plus 105. It'll bump up my uh, my odds. But I also picking the over at 47 and a half. I think the game's going to end at 27 24 Chiefs, and that's going to put it right right over the over. So what is that? 48 49. Um, Interesting, uh, interesting stat I found is that over the last, I think, 50, what was it, 56 or Super Bowls or so, it's been an even split between the over and the under. Ooh, exactly. 50-50. Dead even. <laughs> uh, so it is a literal coin flip on yeah. the over under. But like I said in last week's episode, I am not going to bet against Patty. So give me Patty and the Chiefs all day as much as that pains me to say. Um, also, man, like if think about it, like. If Patty loses to Mr. Irrelevant to Brock Purdy, that's it's gonna be a big, big story. The new, the new Brady. Yeah. The new Brady. Yeah, I don't know if uh, it's a win. It's a win-win. Uh, the, win the new the, Brady's gonna be is Patty, bro. <laughs> it's 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 a win-win for the NFL. Oh, yeah. They can push a narrative with either of these teams pretty pretty well. So. Oh yeah. All right, so let's get into some player prop bets. Um, I'll start off. I really like the. Uh, Rice anytime TD at plus one thirty, you get money there. He's their best wide receiver for the uh, Chiefs and the Niners. I think their weakest um, part of their defense is their pass defense, uh, so their secondary. So I'm gonna go ahead and ride Rasheed Rice anytime TD. Um, I know Metzger, you have a Debo. Yeah, for Let's the see. Niners. Where's that? There it is. I like Debo total. Uh, total yards rushing and receiving over 79 and a half. Um, I think he's going to get at least three or four carries. Good chance he could break one of those. Uh, and then, you know, leave him with about 55, 60 yards uh, to cover in the receiving. Uh, he's just, he's just the most explosive player, I think on, on the Niners, you know, mm-hmm. beside on the receiving corpse, I should say maybe, maybe McCaffrey <laughs> might have him be in that, in that regard. So I like the, I like the total there um, for, yeah, over. I think the Niners are going to run the ball a lot because the Chiefs, that's their weakest part of their defense is their rush defense. So um, I like this bet. Um, I'm actually going to take Debo's rushing yards themselves. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like him to get a couple carries, like you said, but it's at 16 and a half. Um, I think one or two carries. He could just break one off. Like yeah, you I said. think he's going to break one off in, in, in the game at some point. I feel like one one big one. Oh, yeah. And speaking about rushing yards, you like Patty's rushing. I, I love it, man. Mahomes, 25 and a half. It, this number's actually down than it's been. I've been looking to bet this during the playoffs, but it's been up in the 30s for most of the game. So it yeah. came down a little bit for this one. And, you know, Mahomes is going to get him a couple first downs uh, on his own. So I really like uh, Patty to hit the, the over on that. You know, it's what it's what it's the Super Bowl. There's you know, you're not holding back for anything. No, no, uh, not at all. And he's going to he's going to run if he needs to this game. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there's one that we like here is the McCaffrey rushing attempts at 18 and a half. Uh, that is a little high, but it's the Super Bowl. And again, you know, the Chiefs defense, the worst part about it is the rushing defense. So I think they're going to they're going to lean on McCaffrey a lot to 
to you know get these rushing yards to kind of kill the clock, especially if they got the lead uh, at any point in the game. And I also love to do uh, special teams uh, props. <laughs> so I got a little field goal kicker prop here, uh, but um, Buckner to kick two field goals, which goes into my total score. So my prediction was the 27-24 Chiefs win. Um, I think Chiefs scored three TDs with two field goals, and that would get them the 27. Um, and I do like the value there at minus 115. And he's also one of the better kickers in the league. So I'd put my money on him over Moody any day. Moody's known to miss extra kicks and uh, or extra points. Moody's pretty, pretty inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, and also, like, uh, let's see. Me and Justin, we had this theory that we came up with about first TD bets. They usually play pretty high. And so we were thinking, we're like, man, would DraftKings let us pair or parlay a first TD bet with a two TD bet, which they do, uh, which is interesting. So if you take Travis Kelsey to score the first TD of the game at plus 750 and you parlay that with him to score two TDs in the game, you're going to get plus 1700 value, which is crazy. Um so we're going to test this theory out. If he does score the first TD, then his chances of scoring two TDs in the game would go significantly up. And so we're going to like, we like those odds. We're going to take this bet. And I know Justin's final bet leads into that. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, uh, Super Bowl MVP. I feel like if he gets two touchdowns, he's, he's almost a lock. Forget. I know Patty's the, the favorite, as you can see here on screen, but if, if Kelsey, has even a sniff at having should you know be getting the the MVP award you know the NFL is going to want to give it to him with oh, all yeah. the new Swift fans watching I mean just the amount of attention that it's going to put positive uh, on the NFL that I, I think if he's even in the hunt that they are going to slide that award to him so I think there's some value there doesn't mean it's going to hit you know he's got to <laughs> put up numbers but if 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 there's even like people are saying oh Kelsey should get it He's getting it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if there's one non-QB that's going to get it, I think it'll be Kelsey. Yeah. Plus, this dude's an animal in the playoffs, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> been uh, – man, he did not have a great year, but in, he is on in the playoffs. He's, like, kind of rejuvenated for the playoffs for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get to the last part of the show here. Uh, this is exciting. It's the first time we've done this. Um, we reached out to some people and just said, hey, send us your Super Bowl predictions. Um, we gave you guys ours, and now we're going to let you guys see some of the Super Bowl predictions that we got. So let's go ahead and uh, share a couple of these, and we'll go ahead and react as well. All right, guys. Super Bowl 58 is this weekend, this Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Who am I going with? Payne's. It pains me to say it, but I'm going to have to go for number 23 and number 23 only just because he's helped me out in fantasy. But Christian McCaffrey and the San Francisco 49ers, I guess we'll see. That was our boy, Justin. Um, he's going with the Niners, now, unfortunately. But hey, his reasoning, I like his reasoning, though. McCaffrey helped a lot of people in fantasy. I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing Justin's a Hawks fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Uh, I. I feel the same way. I mean, obviously the 49ers have a great team, but like like we said earlier in the episode, you wouldn't you wouldn't catch me dead rooting for those those motherfuckers. But he justified it. McCaffrey is a beast. No matter how you feel about anything, who's not a Christian McCaffrey fan? Yeah, the dude's a friggin' animal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up is my cousin Chando. Let's see what he's got to say. 
another is another Niners fan here. I believe I believe so. <laughs> oh. 27 to 31, the 49ers win the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. All right, all right. That's not bad. That's Real, not bad. A realistic a score. A realistic score. I'll give him okay. a feels, – feels a little <laughs> high to me. Uh, 27-31 feels a little on the high side, but I think a pretty uh, realistic uh, outcome. Um, yeah. All right, right. Let's see. We got Illis. He was uh, our first guest. He sent in his, and we all know he's a Niner fan. So this let's see one's what... gonna be bullshit. Forty <laughs> ers are the best, and the Forty ers will win. Quest for six. Let's go. I'm saying. <laughs> uh. 35 42. Let's go, Niners. Let's go, Niners. 45 45. Let's go, Niners. 45 45. No. 45 44. And she says 45 44. We win by one point. All right. We had a special appearance there by Aurora. I love it. <laughs> hey, that wasn't that bad. It was, it was pretty realistic for, yeah, uh, for Joe. Joe. You're supposed to say the. <laughs> The higher team score first. All right. <laughs> 35 42. Who says a score like that, my guy? <laughs> Just noticed that. <laughs> Let me, uh, I know they're I know they're not used to winning Super Bowls down there, but I Damn. you gotta you gotta coach them up on how to say the score right. So so was it 42 35 uh Niners is the prediction there. Yep. And Aurora got 45-44. Yep. See, All she right. said it right. So, so Aurora's, Aurora, said Aurora's, Aurora's got the Chiefs. Right. Aurora's got the Chiefs uh, covering. Yeah, uh, covering with the plus two. All right. <laughs> Next up is Compatino. Predictions: Who's gonna win the Super Bowl this year? Bang Bang Niner Gang, baby, come see me if you want to bet. <laughs> All right. We got Tino there. Um, no score prediction, but he's picking his Niners. He's also a Niner fan. Tino, we're going to have to talk off uh, offset here, and we'll make a bet, and we'll let the people know. But uh, I'll probably I'll take you up on a bet there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll have no problem getting action on on that. Oh yeah, man, he's been hey, bro. He's been coming up. I see him on Snap. Always says he's like, "Who wants to make bets?" <laughs> and people have been making bets all playoffs, bro. So I know he's been cashing out. All right, let's see. Next up, we got Steve, cousin Steve, baby. Niners, two touchdowns a quarter, full throttle the whole way. That's eight touchdowns. You do the math. Kansas City's going down. <laughs> Bro, come on. <laughs> he thinks we can add up those kind of numbers? <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't think Steve could do the math there, bro. But uh, hey, maybe that's why he asked us to do it. <laughs> all right, so you said two TDs a quarter, bro. That's all right. Eight touch or what? Eight touchdowns. Yeah, eight, eight touchdowns. Six. <clears throat> yeah, because we know Moody can't score extra points, so we'll just say we'll just go by six. Eight times six is what? We can't even do the math. <laughs> Forty-five? No, six, fifty. What? All right, whatever. They're gonna score over forty. Is what Steve is saying. <laughs> Forty-eight. 48, 48 maybe, points? Maybe, yeah. 48 You're points. the math We're guy. smart here on the same shake difference. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're smart. We're numbers guys here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Steve's got the craziest prediction so far. That's that's about what I expected from Niners fans. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, we got um, Cousin Juan. Let's see what he's got to say. Hey, 
110, baby. Nine is by 21. Let's go. All right. <laughs> a little slow-mo action there, but <laughs> we couldn't we, is that the last one? That's the last we one. Didn't, we couldn't get one Chiefs person out here. <laughs> we couldn't get one Chiefs. Is that <laughs> us? We're the ones going for the Chiefs. Yeah, I guess does that uh does that leave uh well let's go over his prediction first. 30, yeah. 31 to 10. Yeah, so Yikes. He, yeah, I don't I don't think they're that's not happening, bro. We Sorry. Could, uh, find him an alt an alt line to bet on with yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you got the alt <laughs> line on that. That should pay Woo! pretty that should pay pretty good. Yeah, yeah. What's the all in a 30 was that 20 to win by 20 plus uh, it's gotta be <laughs> plus seven or 800 at least at least think. yeah wow all right so we got nothing but um niner fans there huh well, we so. can uh what's what's your prediction chick let's hear it we yeah, like, have our bets and stuff but who, who's winning i mean who's the what do you think the score you think yeah. you kind of mentioned it earlier yeah i mentioned it earlier i think it's going to be 27 24 chiefs i think chiefs cover i think the over hits barely um and it's going to be you know i think each team, I think it's going to start off slow. I think the first half is going to scare us for those who are betting the over. I could see like a 10 7, you know, or, you know, a 10 14 type uh, first half. And then uh, I think they're going to beef it up on the second half and, and start to score a little more points in the second half and make it more interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking a, I'm liking a lower scoring game. Uh, I'm not betting the over under, but I, I like the Chiefs about 24 20 somewhere. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think there's going to be some turnovers. Um, I think there might be actually some 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 scores early first first drive or two, but then I think the teams are going to lock in and things yep. are going to slow down. Um, I mean, I, it feels like it has to be a good game. It's just it's really hard to see either team blowing the other one out. So I mean, it can go it can go either way, and I guess we'll we'll have yeah. to see day of. You know, watch watch yeah. the game. We had a great you know if it's as good as the the last last couple of Super Bowls have all been pretty good so yeah. hopefully we get another good one. No, I agree. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. It's going to be a great game and sad that football is about to end. But let us know what your guys' picks are. Put them in the comments, um, you know, tweet them, uh share them with us, let us know and uh we want to see you guys hit. Also last week we did mention that if you guys hit any crazy parlay bets or any any type of crazy bets, go ahead and uh send them over to us and we'll share it. Um our boy Fernando is who we want to shout out this episode. It's sideways, <laughs> but let's see. I guess I'll uh, we'll we'll add it in post production there. <laughs> but uh, he hit two. Um, let me bring up the photo real quick. He hit two different parlays. Uh, one was a four leg, and one was a five leg, um, which is pretty insane. Sounds like you um, want to go to him for your picks, right? Of this yeah, show. I told him. I told Fernando we're gonna go with his bets, man. But yeah, so one was four parlay. He bet fifty bucks, won four hundred. And the other one was a five-leg parlay where he bet 25 and won uh, 367. So congrats to you, Fernando. Those are two big hits. Um, keep it up, man, and share uh, share whatever other bets you, you hit, bro, because uh, so far you've had the hot hand. Um, but besides that, guys, we'll uh, we'll be back with you guys uh, next week after the Super Bowl, and we'll let you know how our bets hit and let us know what you guys chose. And, uh, again, thanks for following us. Make sure to like, subscribe, share this with your friends, and uh, good luck on your bets, guys. We'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side. Thank you.